2: Hey, it's your girl, Christine, the creator of Private Affairs Podcast. Before we get into our next episode, a quick warning, this podcast is intended for the grown and sexy as it contains strong language and sexual references. Listener discretion is advised.
3: I mean, what's the next move when you've literally had your pants charmed off you? Marty, you will never guess what happened last night. hey V what you lie Mm -hmm. are you
4: serious yes girl (laughs) oh amen it's about time I know right Saka how was it Mm. was everything still operational down there (laughs) what I was becoming concerned for you anyway is it different with the white guy?
3: Mati! Well,
4: I want to know, Kat. <laughs> Is it different?
3: So you mean in all the years you've lived here and in England, you've never been with a white duke? No. What? Chick, you know because you have
4: been with Tondo since forever. So, <laughs> back to you on a scale of 1 to 10.
3: Okay, oh, Mati, we... seriously. Are
4: the stats true? That's what <laughs> I want to verify. <laughs>
3: Well, okay. Uh, let's just say I wasn't disappointed with his package.
4: <laughs> okay, come through, white boy. So when are you seeing him again?
3: Ah, sure. I don't know. Hey, he said he'd call. Cool. Oh, what? No, he
4: didn't secure a second date.
3: Uh, no. Oh. Oh, God, what? That's bad, right? That's bad, right? Shit. Should I text him? Are you
4: mad? If you want to see him again, do not text him. In fact, forget you have his number. What? Wait for him to text you. Trust me.
3: But what if he forgets me?
4: Ma? Okay, coming. Shah, sorry, I have to go. Tonde's mum needs me.
3: Yes, How much longer are his parents around for?
4: One more week.
3: One more week.
4: Unless they get extended again.
3: Eesh. Hmm. Hang in there, friend.
4: I can't wait to have my life back. Okay, gotta go. Do not text him.
3: So I waited. One day. Two days. Surely by the third day he'd call or text. I mean, surely. Three days. Four days. Five days and still nothing.
0: V, it was a one-night stand.
3: Tafadzwa, or Taf, is one of my best friends. We grew up in Zim together. After high school, he came straight to Melbourne for uni while I went to the States. And despite the distance, we stayed close over the years. Yeah, but you don't understand though, Tafu, we had chemistry.
0: Uh, iwe, 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 one-night stand. You know what that is.
3: Come but he said you'd call and he hasn't called, it's been five days.
0: I know, okay, but guys just say that kind of stuff to avoid awkwardness.
3: But that's rude. Why do you guys do that?
0: Hey, if you let him smash the first night, it's a wrap. Right.
3: That is rude. Because if though. you behave
0: like a hoe, okay? no, no, no. It's for real. If you behave like a hoe, expect to be treated like one. Uh, that's
3: uh, just how it is. Wow. I'm the true,
0: straight, uh,
3: straight. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm uh-uh. uh-uh. not playing fair. What a hoe? Uh-huh. Weren't you the one encouraging me to like let go, ka? and I let go, and now I'm being a hoe? No, no,
0: no. I didn't, say, I didn't say you were a hoe. I said your behavior was hoe-ish. There's a difference.
3: Ah, uh, But he's the one who made the move on me. Ka?
0: It doesn't matter. Look, as a man, I told you already, I'm always trying to smash, right? Mm. And judging by how a chick responds right, in that particular instance, that tells me if she's the one I want to be with on a long-time tip or whether she's going to be a one-time thing. And based on what you described to me, I don't blame the dude.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. It's one night, Saka. It's one time.
3: Aywa, mm. Tavi. Okay. Saka, if Nomsa had slept with you on the first night, you wouldn't be dating her now? Uh, Jack,
0: Jack, Jack. If it's too easy. Seriously.
3: Seriously, Tavazwa.
0: I can't respect the chick like that. Uh, I'm telling you. Listen, I keep telling you. It's why not? Just
3: because to, she's got sexual desires.
0: It's a 100% transactional. Pay pass, tap and go. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, the problem isn't that she has sexual desires, right? The problem is if she's willing to do that with me on the first night, then how many other guys is she doing that with? That's what I have a problem with. So
3: it's an insecurity thing.
0: I get paranoid. Well, but not necessarily like an insecurity thing, but it's a respect thing. Plus I get paranoid.
3: That's not fair. How come men are allowed to act on their sexual desires with no consequence, but when we do it, we're labelled as sluts and hoes or a thought.
0: It's a double standard, I get it, but it is what it is. I don't make the rules. Yeah,
3: but you just perpetuate them, though.
0: Look, you want an honest male's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then you've got it. That's just That's just how it is. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong, but that's just how it is. So... <sighs> You don't perpetuate it, Kai, kind of with your twerking barish. Don't do are you that. Uh, yeah, dude? Of. Is he even a black dude or like a white dude? Because maybe things can get lost in translation as
3: well. I told that's you he's white. W- w- when uh, am I going to date a black dude? Black dudes don't ever approach me. They never uh, swipe on me. They never approach me because you guys are chasing all these white girls. But you know what? Uh, this I really know. sucks. I, this I, feel, I feel so powerless. But that's the
0: thing. No, no, no. But that's the thing. At least, like, I think with, with, with black chicks, sometimes mm-hmm. y'all play hard to get too much when it comes to black dudes because the expectation is so high. But then when it's white dudes, it's, the, the bars just dropped, you know what I mean? And this is why you end up in these one-night stand situations with these white dudes. You see what I'm saying? That's exactly what happens. Because I can guarantee if it was a black dude, mm. Jack, nigga would have to go through hula hoops before yeah. nigga got to smash. That's a double standard.
3: Okay, double so what should I do now?
0: Nothing. If you had any oh, intention of you again, yeah, you would have reached out by now. Leave it alone.
3: So would it be such a bad thing if I just texted him just to ah, ka- ka- Come on. Ka- just smiley the... face. Ah. Ka- blush face. No, no,
0: no. <coughs> ka- blush face.
3: Emoji. Just Check. one emoji. Just
0: let, it. Be- ah, let it go. Ah, ah, ah. You're wasting my time now. You know what I always tell you, right? Come on. Say it with me. There's, There's plenty, plenty of, of dick in the, in the streets. streets Yeah
3: I know, I know But I really liked this one <laughs>
0: I know you did But hey, chin up
3: You know you're not helping
0: <laughs> hey, Why on. are you
3: laughing? Come
0: on, don't be so <laughs> damn down like, Nah, I was just joking uh, No, but for real though Okay, look, look, look We'll talk about it properly um, How about we link up for brunch or something this weekend um, cheer you up your favorite sport or whatever you know
3: okay I yeah. can do Saturday 1130
0: 1130 AM not
3: 1130 PM not African time
0: I told you man you're GMT chick I'm a BMT nigga you know what I'm ah. saying like black man's time <laughs> I'll be there and I'll be there but when I'm there I'm there
3: okay cool that's yeah, fine. We'll go, I'll we'll just be sipping on my mimosas on your tab. Take your time, brother. Take <laughs> your time. This
0: sophistication, guys. Sometimes it just me. <laughs> enough <is> enough.
3: <laughs> Alright, anyway, I'm going to go. I need to dry my hair. Alright, peace. Okay, bye. Alright, bye. But I couldn't just let it go. I swallowed my dignity and texted Luke. Hey, smiley face. How have you been?
1: Sorry, I've had to change phones recently. Who's this?
3: Uh, did he just hit me with a new phone or this? Hmm. It's Veronica.
2: <coughs> v.
3: <coughs> Nicki Minaj from the Halloween party.
1: Oh, hi, beautiful. Sorry, my contacts didn't transfer properly to my new phone. I've been meaning to get in touch, but it's been a crazy few days with my mate's wedding. How are you?
3: I'm fine, thanks. Sounds like your schedule's pretty packed.
1: Yes, it has been. I'm actually in Bali at the moment. I'd love to take you out on a date when I get back next week, if you're still interested. A sexless date. I... Really enjoyed our conversation last time.
2: Okay,
3: okay. Huh, he must really like me if he wants to hang out with our sex. Maybe he is telling the truth. Cool. Hit me up on your back. Luke made a dinner reservation at a downtown steakhouse for Thursday night. When the day finally arrived, my stomach turned to mush. I became consumed with worry that our one-night connection had been a fluke. Perhaps it's just been the alcohol. Even more worrying was whether he recognized me without the Nikki wig, or worse still, if he'd find me less attractive with my afro. You see, I'd recently jumped on board the natural hair movement, but turns out it's a lot harder to raise years of mental conditioning to view my own hair as inferior. So, every so often, I have doubts about the excitability of my natural hair. The fear creeps back in and I want to reach for the nearest wig. On this occasion, though, I had to resist the temptation. If Luke really wanted to get to know me, he'd have to get to know all of me. Kinky here and all. The restaurant was lit in a soft amber glow. There were a few couples in the dining area and a small after-work group enjoying drinks at the bar. And there he was, sitting patiently, dressed in a navy button-up and blue jeans, the moment our eyes locked, I knew the attraction was undeniable and mutual. B, hi. Hi. Hey. <clears throat> uh,
1: you look amazing. You look incredible.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I was worried you wouldn't recognize me without the blonde hair.
1: How could I forget such a beautiful face, though? Huh?
3: <laughs> be surprised some of my co-workers act like I've had plastic surgery every time I change my hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> well it's I mean it's really really good to see you again
3: he genuinely squeezed my hand and sparks coursed through my body um how was Bali he took the initiative Selecting so, the yeah, wine, UK giving recommendations, ordering for the both of us and even sharing some of his food. <laughs> conversation think? got off <laughs> to a great start. Deep, meaningful. He remembered all the details from our last conversation. So when did you leave Zim? Oh, I was 19, so about nine years ago. It's a long time.
1: Do you ever go back?
3: Yeah, I do. My parents and other family are still there, so I try to go back at least once a year.
1: Oh, so you moved... Overseas by yourself. Uh huh, yeah. That's so brave. Especially, you know, at that age.
3: Uh, not really. In Zim, it's quite normal for people to leave after high school. I mean, it's kind of expected. Why is that? Well, the economy used to be good, but it should happen and it basically imploded. So people try to leave if they can.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't get that sense when I was in Vic Falls.
3: Because <laughs> Vic Falls is where the bougie people go. <laughs> I mean, look. That's because Big Four's is kind of like its own microcosm, you know. Hmm.
1: Okay. Do you think you'll ever want to move back?
3: Huh. It's not if I want to. It's if I can. And right now, the situation is still pretty bad. Like unemployment is about oh god, it's above ninety percent.
1: Shit, that's
3: high. Yeah, it's tough. Especially for young people, it's really hard to be financially independent over there. So, I'm here.
1: What about America? you ever thought about going back?
3: America? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I do miss things about it, but I couldn't see myself building a future there. Australia's not perfect, but honestly, it's kind of nice to be in a country that's not always a hot topic.
1: What you're trying to say is Australia's pretty boring, isn't it?
3: No! I mean, trust me, Boeing is a welcomed change. <laughs> oh, sorry. I feel like I'm talking way too much about myself. No,
1: no, 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 not at all. You're fine. I, I, I just want to get to know you more.
3: I also want to get to know you. So tell me something. Have you always wanted to be a doctor? Mm,
1: no, not always. I mean, for a long time, I thought I was going to join Dad's construction business. But, you know, when I took my gap year after high school, I backpacked across Southeast Asia and got really sick in one of those regions. Like, like really, really sick. Oh. The healthcare system there was so poor, I ended up just being airlifted back to Australia.
3: Oh, shit. Mm
1: -hmm. But I mean, that experience just completely changed my outlook on life. We
3: talked until we were the last two in the restaurant. He footed the entire bill. We left the restaurant hand-in-hand, strolling down the streets of Melbourne. We stopped in front of a high-end fashion store and made fun of the bizarre window display. His goodbye kiss gave me vagina sparkles. The perfect ending to a fairytale evening.
1: Hi. Just checking you at home, okay?
3: Yes, thank you. And thank you for tonight, smiley face.
1: Can I see you again this weekend? Smiley face?
3: I'd like that. Blush. Smiley face. We set the date for Sunday noon at my flat.
1: Good night, beautiful. Kissy face.
3: Preparations for the big date began a full day in advance, starting with a thorough clean of my flat, followed by a waxing appointment and a mani patty at the nail shop. I curated a playlist and carefully put together an outfit that would say casual but cute simple but sexy and most importantly i decided that i cook for luke normally cooking is something that i reserve for family and close friends all the dating blogs tell you that a man needs to earn home-cooked meals but taft's words kept replaying in my mind i wasn't sure how luke saw me if you saw value in me beyond casual dating and sex.
2: Hi, it's Christine here with a quick message. If you've been enjoying Private Affairs, please consider contributing towards Season 2 by donating any amount you can at privateaffairspod.com or by purchasing merch also available at privateaffairspod.com. Thank you for supporting The Road to Season 2. Now back to the show.
3: Sunday morning. I changed my bed sheets grab fresh bread from the bakery, prepped ingredients and baked scones from scratch. I washed up, making sure to rinse my vagina twice. And then he showed up on time, holding a bottle of red, looking cool, calm and suave. Welcome to my humble abode. Thank
1: you very much.
3: <laughs> Please don't mind the mess. What mess? Oh, <laughs> oh you're so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So how are you going? I mean, uh, what have you been up to since I last saw you?
3: Uh, Nothing much, just just chilling. I hope you bought your appetite. My nerves subsided after a glass of wine. He watched as I cooked and told me travel stories. There were many, including one where he got robbed in Colombia.
1: Then pulled out a knife.
3: Oh my God!
1: And then the other guy came up from behind me and just took all my stuff.
3: That's so scary. I mean, what did you do?
1: I just, I just chased them. Stop it. Yeah, they had my stuff, uh, and I obviously wanted it back.
3: Oh, that's insane! Wait, did you catch them? Close. You're I mean, right.
1: I'm, a, I'm I'm a pretty fast runner, you know, but they got on a motorbike and just the last time I saw them, sped away.
3: You know you're crazy, right? Like they could have had a gun. Yeah, but
1: they didn't, and it was fine.
3: Yeah, but that's wild, man. But they at least left you with your passport, right?
1: You'd think, but they took. Everything, passport, money, phone, everything, oh. wallet, car keys, everything.
3: Oh my God. So, what did you do? Did you go to the embassy? No,
1: not like, not like straight away. I went, to, um, <clears throat> I went to one of those nice hotels and asked if I could just stay there until I sorted out everything.
3: What? And they let you stay.
1: Mm-hmm. Usually, they're like really nice. Obviously, I explained to them the whole yada yada, the gist and everything.
3: And they just let you stay with no proof of ID and no money.
1: I mean, I showed them a scanned copy of my passport in my email. <laughs> but look, at the end of the day, you just have to be confident and people will just listen to you.
3: Uh-huh.
1: I'm telling you, seriously, B. Like, even here in summer, sometimes I go to nice hotels and just use their pools.
3: You just use, you just use their pools. You just walk in and no one asks to see your room key or anything. Nope.
1: Honestly, that's the, the power of being confident, I'm telling you.
3: I don't think that would work for me.
1: Just just try
3: it. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll tell you about it when I do. <laughs> so how many countries have you been to? Uh,
1: I think like 54?
3: 54. 54? That's yeah. a lot. How would you even do that?
1: Yeah. Well, look, when I was a kid, we used to summer in Europe quite a bit, so I got to see a lot that way. And what I do now is usually just pick the first place and then figure out the rest along the way. I mean, it makes it easier to fit in new places because, you know, if I don't like a place, I can just move on to the next one. Or stay a bit longer if I like it. Just depends, I guess.
3: I could never do that. No, you should. Seriously.
1: Seriously. Trust me, it's actually a lot easier than it sounds.
3: It would be a logistical nightmare with all the visa applications and stuff. Ah, no.
1: Don't you just get the stamp when you arrive? No. I'm sure you can. I mean, that's how I do it.
3: Well, because you have an Australian passport. For most countries, I have to apply for a visa like in advance and submit a shit ton of supporting documents. Really? Yeah, some countries even require an interview.
1: What, like an interview for a tourist visa?
3: Mm-hmm. The presumption is you're either a criminal or a liar, so you have to prove to them otherwise. Far
1: out. So like, what kind of questions do they ask?
3: Mm, You know, like uh, the usual stuff. Bank statements, return ticket, accommodation confirmation, sometimes proof of employment. Um, wait, for Europe I think I... Wait, they also ask for a daily itinerary. Things like that.
1: That's intense. Sorry, I had no idea it was that complicated.
3: Well, just be grateful you won the birth lottery. Anyway, ready for dessert? I baked scones and there's jam and cream.
1: Scones with jam and cream? <laughs> How very British of you.
3: <laughs> well, the Brits did a pretty good job of imposing their culture on us. <laughs> that was a joke. Anyway, I'm sure there were way worse things than scones. All right, okay, uh, strawberry or raspberry? Scones weren't the only dessert on the menu that afternoon. Uh, 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 mm, uh, Have you ever? Have you ever soaked in passion? Have you ever... Have you ever... Shared your soul. <sighs> You're amazing. You're amazing.
1: <laughs> You're fucking amazing.
3: I'm glad you came.
1: Me too. Did you? I think I felt you
3: Oh that's that's not what I meant. <laughs> but yes, I did. You know, you were actually the first guy I've had in this bed. Okay. Yay! (laughs) I just don't want you to think I do this kind of thing all the time. Given how we met.
1: Hey, we're adults. Sex is so natural.
3: So it wouldn't bother you? No. Huh. Really? Because someone told me... You know what? It, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> so, when was your last relationship?
3: Hmm. Hmm. Like a year ago. Hmm. What happened? Nothing. Nothing really happened. It just didn't feel right. I wasn't sure I could love him.
1: Yeah, but did he love you?
3: I think so, and I wanted to love him, but uh, come to think of it, I don't think I ever loved any of my exes. Honestly, I'm not even sure what that kind of love is. How about you? When was your last relationship? Mm,
1: Like, seven months
3: ago. Did you love her?
1: uh yeah I did
3: How did you know
1: uh, I don't know i just i just knew
3: what did it feel like
1: uh it was intense, exposing but um assuring
3: hmm so why did it end
1: she uh Well, she turned out not to be who I thought she was.
3: Huh. What do you mean?
1: (laughs) Uh, she cheated on me with my good friend. Well, I mean my ex right now.
3: Yikes. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Don't be.
1: I mean, it just means that, you know, I get to... I, I got to meet you
3: hey hmm
1: can I ask you something Mm mm-hmm um can uh is it okay if I you cool if I touch your hair
3: know you can do more than just pat it if you want like okay give me a hand put your fingers down to the roots oh okay okay you feel that
2: Thank you for listening to the show. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe and follow. Also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It will really help us with our ranking. Please also share the podcast with your friends and family. And I would also love to hear your comments, questions and feedback. So let's keep the conversation going on Facebook and Instagram at Pod is the handle. Or you can email privateaffairspod at gmail.com. And you never know, you may just get a shout-out in the special bonus episode that's to come. Private Affairs stars Ratizo Zomambo as V, Ron Kurtz as Luke, Tsungirai Wachunika as Mati, and Taff. Sound design and mixing by Jerry Agbinger. Original music composed by Jerry Agbinga. Additional music from Storyblocks. Cover art designed by Manya Da. Private Affairs was created, written, directed, edited, and produced by me, Christine, DJ Kicks, Mwaturuda. To learn more and to support the creation of more content like this, visit privateaffairspod.com. This project is supported by the Victorian government through Creative Victoria.